fourth gauge autoloader. That's Italian. The 45 long slide with laser siding. It's a brand new, we just got them in. Just touch the trigger, the beam comes on, and you put the red dot where you want the bullet to go. You can't miss. Anything else? Phased plasma rifle in the 40 watt range. Hey, just what you see, pal. The Uzi 9mm. You know your weapons, buddy. Any one of these is ideal for home defense. It's a 15 day wait on handguns, but the rifles you can take right now. You can't do that. Go ahead. Make my day. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. We got Corey, Coriander, Killian, and Marty. We're going to be talking about The Terminator from yeah, 1984. Yeah, we up are. With that intro, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, man. You you know how we do it. Um, this right? is going to be really, really cool. Um, we talked about The Terminator uh, some months ago on the old channel, and we had to make sure that we revisited it and did some other things with it because it's such a phenomenal film. Um, real quick in the chat, and then I'm going to give you get you guys a quick take on the movie. Uh, let's see who we have. We've got Slasher Fred in the chat saying, Machines Need Love too." <laughs> right? Uh, we got Cryptomeria saying, Oh, good, I didn't miss it. <laughs> and also, <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. Right? Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, uh, let's see. She also says uh, it is great, but I am biased towards AI. I am sure Skynet has a nice place for me in the Matrix. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Strange Monkeys in the chat. What's going on, man? Nice to have hey. you. Hey. Saying I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, Crypta says I like the new martial arts stuff on the channel. Hey, thanks a lot, man. We, you know, we're just. Doing stuff that we like to do. It, some of the stuff we've been waiting to do for a long time, even on the old channel. And um, hey, you know, we just got to do it. Uh, we got my man Neon Black in the chat saying, that son of a bitch took my pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line, man. Neon Black is my man. And by the way, he's going to be he's going to be on a slasher movie. Uh, review with us for for the prowler so look out for that that is yeah, awesome man right <laughs> uh and we got my man gorfo saying hey all i brought the gore and you have the terminator all right man yeah. nice to have you okay so real quick before we get started started um let's just do a quick take i'll start with you coriander then you marty and then killian just give me a quick take what does this movie mean to you what do you think of it uh, this is like one of those perfect movies i love it you have the sci-fi action and horror it doesn't get any better all right how about you marty um probably one of the most groundbreaking sci-fis ever and a fantastic debut from what i think is one of the best uh directors of that time and i think still is today james cameron absolutely 
All right, Kill. Let's th- let's throw this one out here, man. Because I remember when we watched <laughs> this as little kids. Hey, look, I-, I love this film, but watching this as a little kid, this film was nightmare fuel, man. <laughs> in the in the best possible way. That's awesome. Because I-, I even asked Knight, hey, did Killian have nightmares? That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Look, hey, you know, look, the those special effects for the time, and hell, even now, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. You know, this whole movie is amazing, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. If he wasn't, if he wasn't in this movie, I, I, I just can't imagine anyone else, you know, mm-hmm. in this role. And yeah, it, right? it's just, it's magic. This movie is amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. And and we and we do have a couple of fun facts that we will throw out, uh, piggybacking off of that comment saying you don't know what you'd do if Arnold wasn't in it. Um, yeah. So for you guys in the chat, for you guys watching the replay, we're gonna get finished getting set up. Sit back, relax. You know what time it is. Just let me come. Listen and understand that Terminator is out there. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop ever until you are dead. Consider this home, no killing the vibe in the night watch zone. See no more hype when the lights come on. Hit like and subscribe and the show might blow. Go viral, no COVID, it's a spiral. Emotions, hand on the Bible. Only go sign on the dopest of vitals. Better tune in, yeah, you know it's vital. From Schwarzenegger to Kane Hodder, Corey G down to Harry Potter. Shit, Sigourney Weaver love the night watch zone. Come with me to the night watch zone. Night watch zone. Okay, all right. So, Kill, let's start this thing off, man. Walk me through it. What do you got? Man, look. <laughs> Arnold, this, this, you know, like, like I said before, this movie is magic. 80s, is it's dripping, but it's still, it, it does not feel dated, and it's still very rewatchable, mm-hmm. um, at least for me. Uh, Same. Uh, see? See? Yeah. Essentially, you got young Arnold. He's walking around butt naked. He wants to kill someone. All right. (laughs) You have the great Bill Paxton. Rest in peace. You know, um, essentially, this movie just starts off and it's it's the same kind of basic story as far as the plot. It's very it's very basic. But what is so great about the narrative is it's wrapped around the futuristic killing machine, mm. you know, the Terminator, which yeah. when I first watched this movie, I didn't know. I didn't know that he was a machine. And I'm sure there are plenty of other people at the time that didn't really know what the Terminator really looked like. 
right you know? right well which yeah, is a part re- of the magic of it well you remember and and marty i'm gonna get to you next but i just want to piggyback off of this you remember when we saw this as kids man we didn't know what was underneath we we right. freaked out man we were scared do you remember that <laughs> yeah. you remember when yeah. when mom was watching it and she's what <laughs> i mean that was crazy <laughs> shit you didn't oh, know man. that was yeah. you know that just to say this too especially for the younger viewers and audience that was the beauty of watching movies back then you didn't know everything about a movie before you saw it. You yeah. really, you really yeah. could go in and be totally surprised. surprised. And it, it made yeah. a bigger impact. Um, yeah, Marty, man. before I, I get to you, I just want to catch up with these guys for a second. Gore says, uh, hey guys, my son Drake asked me to say hello for him. Oh, hey. all right, man. Tell hey. him we said hello. Yeah. Uh, Krypta says, I loved Beauty and the Beast. Linda is a force. I used to love that show too. Yeah. And so did our mother. (laughs) Ron Perlman. Yep. Uh, Mm -hmm. We got Casey. Casey's in the chat saying the fake face skin doesn't look great, but I still really love the first Terminator. Maybe more than the others. Hard to choose between this and two. I hear you, man. Yeah. I hear you. And next, and next week, we will be talking about two. Uh, Neon Black says Arnold had the perfect robotic voice for the Terminator. Yes. He was perfect. Yeah. He was, he was, he was. Uh, and Gore says, as we always say, uh, Bill Paxton, yeah. rest in I peace. I wish there was more of him in this. Yes. I wish he had a yeah. bigger role. That yep. sucked. Yep. Um, Sasha Fred talking about the late, great Stan Winston doing the effects. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so Marty, I'm, I'm going to get to you. What were you thinking about as the movie started out? We, I, I just want to also say shout out to that future scene because it looked fantastic it still looks great to me uh what would you think marty yeah. uh, the future war scenes were really good it was it was um really well done i think they used rear projection and some fantastic models mm-hmm. and it really depicted what what a a, a kind of a, a nuclear wasteland could look like and and the fact is that it, it wasn't flashbacks so much as memories or dreams of kyle weiss and the thing i love is the the exposition of the actual plot, it mm-hmm. never slows the movie down. Uh, like right. we, 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 we find this information out via dreams or flashbacks of Kyle Reese, and then yeah. other stuff is told while they're driving, while they're running. The movie does not slow down to, to, to tell the story. It's as yes. the action is progressing, the story is explained. And I think that's a fantastic element yeah. of this movie. It, it doesn't let up. And I think that's something that this movie has above a lot of other a lot of the other movies, I, I think it is more of a thriller format rather than mm-hmm. an action format. Like the way Alien is different to Aliens, this is more of a thriller, a hunt, a chase movie rather than, yeah. than you know, a balls out action movie. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Strange Monkey was saying, uh, I have such an admiration for 80s sci fi movies. Filmmakers were so creative when it came to stories about the future. I really do mm-hmm. agree with that. It's very, very true. Yeah. Uh, but Coriander, uh, what were you thinking as we get further into the story? We see that Arnold is here and he starts to systematically look for uh, Sarah Connor through the phone book. And, uh, and then we obviously we meet Linda Hamilton, who was fantastic in this role. What were you thinking of the story at that point? I mean, like Marty said, once it gets going, it doesn't stop. I mean, mm-hmm. the action just builds and builds. And that's yeah, it's so awesome. And yeah, I would hate to be Sarah Connor because if you have that name, you're screwed. 
Right. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, Arnold is like a fucking executioner, man. And it's awesome. <laughs> Scary and awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, and I, and I think what was also really cool about it is they really set up Sarah as just this regular person, just trying to live her life, trying to make a living. She's a waitress. And you really, James Cameron was really smart with this script because you didn't know exactly how bad it was going to get because it started off very nice. Even the music was very nice and, you know, happy-go-lucky. She's riding her little, what is it, a little scooter or whatever. And yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. (laughs) She, you know, her her roommate, they're having fun. They're going to go out and, you know, everything's like happy-go-lucky. But then you also see our man, Michael Bean, and, and, and Killian, obviously, we, we've been fans of Michael Bean since we were little kids, and you see him come through as well. And what I, I was saying this to Coriander, just when we were doing a rewatch, is that what was also smart is you didn't know what Michael Bean's part in this story was right, when he right. came through. You know what I mean? Like you just you didn't know. And I think it was really, really cool how that all came together as well. Kill, what were you thinking about once Michael Bean came through and obviously he's he's avoiding the cops and, you know, he seems to be pretty, pretty handy at, at doing what he needs to do. What were you thinking of the story at that point? Well, well, you know, it's so funny, man. James Cameron single handedly took Michael Bean and made him a plot device, made him like kind of uh, uh, <laughs> the protagonist made him the hero and also made him uh, like a, kind of a vehicle for the, the audience because right. when he comes he gives so much exposition and just like you guys were saying this movie doesn't stop mm-hmm. and he gives so much exposition whether he's telling this stuff to Sarah or whether he's having nightmares mm-hmm. that it informs us at a rapid pace but mm-hmm. it also makes us care about him and it definitely mm-hmm. makes us care about Sarah and the future, you know, Earth. Yeah. Um, but like Michael Bean, the way he plays it is he's such an everyman. Yes. You know, kind of in comparison to like this huge god of, 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 of a physique that Arnold has. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whereas Arnold is cold and calculated going through the phone books systematically killing anyone with that name that is such something a machine would do yeah. right. you know to yeah. to achieve its goal uh mm-hmm. michael bean is like you know kind of a he looks like a hobo you know he looks well, he like got, he's, he got clothes from a hobo yeah yeah he he, look, he he looks like he might be a drug addict or a criminal yes. that's why the cops try to kill him mm-hmm. you know and thank thank god that they you know are from like the stormtroopers school of shooting uh, that they didn't kill him because if they did, we'd be at, you know, shit out of luck. Uh, but yes. no, M- Michael, you know, his, his character is so focused and d- determined yet also has great vulnerability. Yeah. That is absolutely. amazing how he can express it with his facial expressions and also ha- for how he cares um, for Sarah. You know, yeah, he, he loves her. He, he loves her, yeah. and and he absolutely. kind of loved her even before he was sent back. Yeah, he did. Well, he, he did. even said that. That's why he yeah. went. That's why he yeah. volunteered. Uh, real quick, too. Let it's me just catch up story. in the chat. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> let's see. I just want to catch up to these guys a little bit because they are going off. Um, 
Gorephobe is talking about his crush on Linda Hamilton. <laughs> Too funny. Um uh, we got Toronto Freddy in the chat. What's going on, man? What's going on? Um Saying according to an interview, yeah, we were going to talk about this too. I watched Arnold wanted to say I will be back. He thought I'll be back sounded silly. Yeah, he especially with his accent, so he he did want to change it. And James Cameron uh, kind of said no, <laughs> just say I'll be back. And uh, it was the, the 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 best three words he's ever said in his career. You know? <laughs> how much money? How much money did he get off of that? You know, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, um, anyways, but Coriander, let me let me let me also ask you this, and, and then I'll get to you, Marty. You were saying it was a love story. I think that that was probably the thing that kept kept it kind of above that B movie type of status. Yeah. Is yeah. the actual the actual chemistry and the acting between Michael Bean and Linda Hamilton? Would you agree with that? I just wanted to ask you that quick question. Definitely. You could feel the chemistry. I mean, you could see, you know, before their whole love scene that you could just tell that they were definitely in love with each other. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what they're going through. I mean, he I don't know. You know, how could you not fall in love with someone who told you this story, you know, tells you he loved. Well, you know what I mean? And yeah. 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 It's 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 great. Okay. I just wanted to run past that. And also, let's not forget, we got to remember our boy, um, (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Dick Miller, man. That was just a great scene. (laughs) You know, I love, even as a kid, man, that scene just always cracked me up. But Marty, uh, I'll pass it back to you. Um, Obviously, we see that the Terminator is killing people. He killed Sarah Connor, you know, and and she was like, yes. And and he just went in and, and took her out. You know, when we get to the point where Linda Hamilton figures out that, hey, people are somebody is killing these Sarah Connors. And and that's when she's kind of on the lookout and also thinks Michael Bean is the guy after. What were you thinking of, like, the tension of the movie at this point? The the tech noir standoff is probably one of the best fucking kind of shootouts or tense scenes because, you know, you know, Arnie's coming running for her. You don't know what the deal is with Michael Bean. You know he's in the nightclub there as well. Is mm-hmm. he there to make sure? He's, again, from the perspective, because when I was a kid, I saw this. I didn't realize he was a robot either. So I'm like, okay, so are both these guys in the club to kill her? And like yes. when she looks up and that beads on her, you're like, okay, she's fucked. And and then just Michael Bean, thank Christ, opens up with that shotgun, and it, it just it turns into a wild bunch and. That, that's probably one of the best kind of shootouts or, or kind of tense scenes. You're like, who'll get to her first or who'll save her first? You know, it's, yes. just, it's, a, it's a really fantastically paced and shot scene. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's, it's crazy. Um, Killian, I mean, also for you, that scene, I mean, I just thought it just, it just, it was pulse pounding and it just kind of kept going. And, you know, the other thing too, and I'm kind of backing up a little bit, but way before that minutes before the actual shootout you were still in that mode that like wow like marty was saying what's gonna happen what's gonna happen when you saw arnold get shot by kyle reese and he got up what what was your thought at that point 
<laughs> like what 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 is going on here right uh, you know i mean and, and and like i said you know when i first saw this i was you know a little kid and it's just like all right that's not that's not natural that's not normal i don't know <laughs> you know and, and then and then your mind you know not not that my mind then but now you know maybe someone could infer oh he had on a bulletproof vest or something right. like that you know right. he's a big guy who knows right. but arnold when, when i know as a child when i saw that i was like wow that's scary this you mm-hmm. you can't stop this guy you know, and 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 we know we can't reason with it. You can't bar bargain with it or bribe it. But Arnold, in every body movement he does, whether he moves his head first, then his eyes, or his eyes, then his head, just mm-hmm. all of his mannerisms are just so just just emotive, machine like, yeah, yeah. machine like, pre- like a predator, like a hunter. Yeah. Like yes. so, some something that is very cold and calculated. Shark. Yeah, ex- yes. exactly. And I think all of that helps contribute to the nightmare fuel even before you see the exoskeleton or before well, you yeah. see that yeah. he ha- he has one robot eye or whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's like, wow. And like you said, Knight, it's things like this that make this movie stand out from other sci-fi fare of the time. The the love affair, the actors, the 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 action, and mm. the mannerisms of your antagonist, and how interesting it was to watch the bad guy. Right. You know, it's like man, like I kind of want to see what he's gonna do next. Go for it, Marty. I I don't think we had like uh, the the concept of a, a kind of killer robot or a cyborg like this. I think the closest mm. thing we had was maybe Yul Brenner in uh, West yes. World. So, yes. and, I love and, that and movie. This, that's this a great example. So unique, like, yeah. and, and that's that's what I loved about this movie as well. That's like, it, it's a trope. You th- you think it's a trope now, but when you look back then, I mean, that was so fucking fresh and cool. It you was, know? man. I mean, and 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 the thing of it too, and I'll get to you in a second, Coriander. But all of these things were coming together. You know, James Cameron. He used to work in the art department. You know, doing Roger Corman movies and stuff like that. Galen Hurd was an up and coming producer. They teamed up. Cameron had the the dream where he got the inspiration and all that type of stuff. And the story kind of goes a couple different ways, but whatever. And you get Stan Winston on board. I mean, all these all these things are coming together all at once at the perfect time in 1984. You know, shooting it in what 83, late 82, 83, whatever. But this is just the perfect time for all this to come together, and it's just crazy, man. It, it really, yeah. really is. Can it, I just really, say really... to that too? Mm-hmm. When when James said, you know, when the director loves what he's doing and believes in it, and everybody on board is the same way and feels the same way about the film, mm-hmm. it's gonna make it that much better. And it comes together yeah. so well, and that's so true. Absolutely, everyone in this film was so good, and it's just amazing. Absolutely. Very, very true. Uh, real quick, too, in the chat, we got uh, Quasi's in the chats, and hello to everybody. I'm currently being held hostage by the T-800. <laughs> ah, too funny. Oh, no. I don't know uh, if the T-800 takes hostages. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> hey, your foster parents are dead. <laughs> Crypto is saying, I saw this when I was a teenager. I knew about it, but I didn't see it until I was 12. Um, yeah, same here. I was a teenager when I saw this too for the first time. Gore says, takes me back to 84 and 85. Yeah. Uh, Neon Black says, I was probably 14 the first time I saw this, so it would be several years later before I could truly appreciate how good it yeah. was, how good it is. Yeah, That's the whole yeah, thing. Absolutely. You really don't appreciate really good films and the true meaning of these films till you are older. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get to, and Kale, I want to get to this and then we'll get to a couple of fun facts too. So we have the shootout in the tech noir and I want to just give props to the, the, the practical effects when they're, when Arnold's chasing them, first of all, that was scary. It's like, you just shot this guy. Yeah. What about seven or eight times he gets up like yeah. it's nothing. Yep. And he is running after you. Like he mm-hmm. is running after you. They get into the car Michael Bean as Kyle Reese was was so smart. He you know he shoots he shoots the um the underneath of the vehicle in front so it blows up. And I remember when I first saw this, I'm thinking, okay, that was smart. Next thing you know, Arnold jumps out of the fire onto their moving car. Props to Arnold is smoking. You can see the smoke yeah. coming off of him, off of his hair. His eyebrows mm-hmm. are burned off. It looks so good. I, you know, yep. this movie's 35 years old. It's crazy. It still looks good. What, what were you going to say, Marty? There, there's actually a joke about how they done that effect is they poured mild acid on his jacket. And that was, oh, apparently Arnie's response was real acid. And that actually made its way into The Simpsons. I don't know if you remember, uh, uh, what was it? Oh, uh, no. Uh, Mega Man or whatever. The Schwarzenegger character in The Simpsons is real acid. So it's just, it's a nice oh, little joke funny. after that. He was that like, is funny. you're going to use real acid on me. James Cameron was like, yeah, it's just mild. Okay. That's funny. And, and, but, but I mean, it just looked fantastic. So they have a wonderful car chase. And again, we've been talking about car chases and action scenes and stuff. The car chase was fantastic too. It looked great. And obviously it comes to a, a, a you know, a, a the part when Reese is basically letting Sarah know what's going on, what this is all about, why, why she's getting chased. And it fits into the story really, really nicely. It doesn't seem out of place. It doesn't seem ham-fisted. It's not too wordy. That's another thing about Reese that's cool, too. He says enough, and the rest is his physicality, which, by the way, and it's a fun fact we're going to get to, but Michael Bean, that's why he got the role. There are a lot of people that that tried out for the role of Reese. They picked Michael Bean because he was able to have that vulnerability in his eyes, in his physical actions. He could be a a soldier, but be vulnerable enough so that you could believe the love story between him and Sarah Connor. So, Kill, once once they get caught, and we didn't talk yet about the great Lance Henriksen and uh, Mm -hmm. Paul Winfield. I I really enjoyed them. Uh, Winfield was uh, was Traxler, and and I mean these guys were great. They had some some nice little moments. Obviously, great actors themselves. It, it fit right on in. What were you thinking once they caught Reese and started to interrogate him? <laughs> this is this is when some of the comedy comes in. Yes, because yeah. of course they're not going to believe. And 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 look, let's be honest. None of us probably would believe him. 
Yeah. None, none, you know, I mean, you know, none of us would, you know. Right. Uh, and, you know, and, and it's it's sad, but it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're looking at how he's dressed. And, and hell, even uh, Sarah is kind of like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, because they're like, you know, is this guy for real? Like, look, he, sa- he saved me, but mm-hmm. I don't know what he's talking about. I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But like you said, I mean, Lance Hendrickson, Paul Whitfield, they 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 do it great because you know they're they're sitting there and then of course you have the the shrink, you yes, know, and he's, Silverman, and he, yeah, yeah, and he, you know you know he's he's always good for some laughs, yeah, you know, is. and 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 once again, he's given us more exposition, but yes. he's say, he's he's giving it in a more rushed tone because he knows we are trapped in one location here. Yes, I mm. need to be mobile. Yeah. Mo- being mobile is life being stagnant and not moving is death and he knows yes. it mm-hmm. and there's no place worse than being behind bars right and, right you know and he's just like look okay i'm gonna tell you guys again from the future this thing is coming trying to kill her boom, boom, boom. we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta go and they're like yeah <laughs> but but <laughs> explain how and he's right. and, yeah and he's getting frustrated and it's just a, an amazing sequence and of course just like he we feared the terminator's smart mm-hmm. he, he figures out where they are yeah and you know i'm not going to continue because i know we're going to talk about this classic iconic scene that could not be made today it could not man yeah massacre the massacre the massacre yeah man what did you think of this scene coriander i mean to me it was just it was just freaking crazy it was i mean yeah it was crazy i mean once he crashes through the building and you know Sarah's sleeping and she wakes up because she hears a commotion mm-hmm. and then you hear the gunshots it's like oh god yeah it's on. you knew everyone <laughs> in is. that building was fucked yes yeah absolutely absolutely how about you Marty I, it, it, it was cool it was like the, the Terminator like he, he I, I think the best description is, is maybe using a reference in Terminator 2 whereas um it, it, the T-1000 in that movie is kind of like a stealth jet, where Arnie's mm-hmm. a tank, and you yeah. see him as a fucking tank in this movie. He drives that mm-hmm. car in, he pulls he pulls out the, the, the circuit breaker and just fucking plunges the place into darkness and just starts yeah. blowing the cops down. That is a machine. Yeah. That isn't, it isn't like, he, he's not like super tactical. He's just like, I'm going in this direction and whatever's in front of me is dying. That's... That, that was, I just thought was really cool. It was just, I, he's a tank and he's just going to hold you over. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And and let's just, just real quick too, just to go to a couple of fun facts, because I think that that will also uh, bring in a, a few ideas with, with the movie. Because there was so much behind the scenes. Uh, first one that we want to throw out there is that there were other Terminators. There were others. Um, Arnold was not the 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 first pick for the Terminator. As a matter of fact, it was Lance Henriksen. And when Cameron had the vision of it, he envisioned the Terminator to be someone that could meld in with the crowd. You know, because it is an infiltration unit, right? You know that that's kind of the underlying joke is that you've got this guy who's you know this champion bodybuilder he's not going to be infiltrating nothing you know what i mean <laughs> so 
but but Lance Henriksen actually came into the audition. He he was dressed like the Terminator. He had a a, a way that he was doing stuff. He freaked out the casting people because they didn't know he was coming in. He knew James Cameron because they worked together previously, but the studio had pitched Arnold, and Cameron did not want Arnold in the role. He actually went to the meeting with Arnold, hoping to start an argument with him so that Arnold would walk off. He starts talking to Arnold, and he's like, he was quite charming, and we had a great conversation. <laughs> and he started to see this guy has a charisma to him. He could make a great Terminator. The reason I say this is because it's just interesting how this thing goes, because Arnold was actually going to try out for the Reese part, and they were going to have Lance Henriksen as the Terminator. I just couldn't see it that way. You know what I mean? What, what do you think about that kill? I mean, it's just funny how things worked out for the best, I guess, is what I'm saying. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I can't see that either. I mean, granted, you know, everything you said makes sense. Lance Hendrickson could blend in more than this hulking, you know, yeah. a, a Olympian god walking around. Right. Uh, but, <laughs> but I mean, but, you know, it just, come on. It, it just looks so cool the other way around, man, yeah. you know, because... yeah. Yeah. You know, and and like you it's said, uh, Jesus. he's a tank. And, and and one thing I just want to uh, um, add on the whole police massacre scene mm-hmm. is the scene where Arnold is just calculating things. He's looking. He's like, uh huh. All right. You know, he's looking at the glass, and then he then he says, "I'll be back." Mm-hmm. He's scanning for it. He's scanning for weaknesses. He's scanning for how much pressure it would take to crash through this. Yes. And what's the point? And once again, that is a robot. That's a machine yeah. checking mm-hmm. for weaknesses. Yeah. And yeah, he might be a big dumb tank, whereas the T-1000 is more like a Porsche or something more sophisticated. Mm-hmm. But man, that they they don't build them like they used to. That that T-800, right. that that, that service right. model was pretty good. Right. Uh, Neon Black says Arnold is the Terminator, not the infiltrator. Ah. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. Uh, Toronto Freddy saying Cameron actually tried to start a fistfight with Arnie in hopes that the product, yeah, that hopefully that Arnold would walk off. Yep, exactly. That's what we were talking about. Um, it's just funny how that that worked out like that. But Marty, let let me throw it to you because we've got a we've got a couple other fun facts that I just wanted to throw out um, uh, to folks. Um, that I, I thought were pretty interesting. But here's another one, and I don't know if you know this one, Marty, but the T-1000 was in the Terminator. The T-1000... As in, as in the, the Robert Patrick's character, or, or Robert Patrick, the actor, or the idea for T-1000? I didn't know no. that. Uh, you're good. The idea. I was just writing it funny like that. The idea. Originally, Cameron wanted to... To, to do the, the idea of the liquid metal Terminator, but he knew that the that the special effects couldn't do it at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just thought I always thought that that was really interesting that even way back then in 1982 yeah. or whenever he was James Cameron was already thinking of a T-1000, you know, yeah. and of course, when they when they were able to do T2, they had the ability and the technology to do it. I just find that. What, what do you think of that, Marty? I just I just think it's so awesome. I, Cameron I, thinks I, that, that would have been cool, but there's no way, no hope in hell in '84 they would have been able to do that. I, mm. I actually, well, going back to the casting thing, I, I don't know how you guys would feel, but what if OJ had been cast? Because you know OJ oh, was up for, he was up for it too. 
Yeah. No uh, way. Honestly, <laughs> God, OJ was supposed to be the Terminator. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I no. don't see it. I, I see him it. in like the naked gun rolls, and that's about it. Yeah, I don't think he had. I don't think he had the menace, menacing charisma that Arnold could have. Because even when Arnold plays a hero, like even when he plays, when he played as Conan, and you know, even in Commando, even sometimes in the in Predator, he could have this look on his face where it's like, dude, I don't want to mess with this guy. He he might be a hero. He when he needs it to be. Yeah, he, yes. he might be a hero, Brings but I do not want to mess that, with him. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see, another fun fact we have, um, and I'll throw this one at you, Coriander. Inspired by The Shape, and we know who The Shape is. That's Michael Myers. So Cameron had said that he really envisioned this to be like a horror movie. He was, he was inspired by John Carpenter's Halloween. He was inspired by Ridley Scott and Alien. Do you see the parallels of that in the movie Coriander? Because I, I definitely oh, sure, saw those parallels. Because he just keeps coming, mm-hmm. just like Michael. He just keeps coming. Yeah. Nothing stops him. Nothing. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I totally see it. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and Kill, I'll, I'll throw this one to you. We got some math that we're gonna do. Let's 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 go to school. Calendar time. Calendar <laughs> time for Buddy. <laughs> Next one. One plus ninety-nine, it equals one hundred. And and do you know what one hundred is? No. One hundred is the Rotten Tomato score for the Terminator. Oh, wow. perfect! Wow, perfect! Yeah. Isn't that? I mean, As it, 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 yeah, it is. Yeah. It it <laughs> deserves it. It truly, truly deserves it. I mean, mm-hmm. this is one of those movies from beginning to end. The reason I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it to you, Kill, because we rewatch these movies before we talk about them. When you rewatch this, and I know you've seen it so many times like me, mm-hmm. was there any point in the movie that you saw a weakness? I mean, I know, I know no movie is truly perfect every millisecond of the film. So I'm not thinking of it like that, but I'm thinking in totality, everything all the elements were there any part of it even after seeing it dozens of times like you have was there any part of it where you were like ah you know what i mean this isn't that great or whatever no um okay. but you know if, if i was to be nitpicky the only thing i would say i i wish we saw a little bit more of and this is just me you know make make my movie is more of future los angeles and future you know yeah. the future future war stuff yeah um yeah but yeah, I mean, I I really can't sit and think of, you know, something that's a negative to this movie because also in my mind, you know, with it being nightmare fuel, this movie for me is 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 the the lines of demarcation are how fucked up Arnold is looking. Right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. So it's like, all right, you know, Arnold okay you know he's just a killer he's he's a human okay arnold with one eye wait a second what's going on this is scary Mm -hmm. and then you got exoskeleton and it's like okay now we're on a whole nother level of exactly this this is scary absolutely absolutely and in the chat uh, you guys are having some fun in the chat strange monkey says that kill bill volume two reference there you go buddy you do he knew what was up (laughs) nice one nice one um but uh, but Marty, we got one more thing when we talk about math, and here we are. Seventeen felt like forty. 
and that is referencing the shootout in the police department. <laughs> he killed he killed he killed 17 oh, wow. cops, but it sure as hell felt like a lot more to me. I don't know about you. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, does. Seemed, yeah. it seemed like he was mowing down people, man. What'd you think, Marty? <laughs> I, I think I like I, I don't know if it came up on his heads up display, but it was so caught it was so well caught you you couldn't really tell how many fucking dudes he was like fucking grinding down with the guns and, and, it, it, like it, so and that's the scary thing I I he, he, I don't even think he gave a shit if he killed or wounded people like he, he fucking he, he shot Traxler didn't give a shit he's just I'm going this direction you're you're getting out yeah. of the way you're getting out of the way you're getting exactly. out of the way bang it was just yeah. it yep. was methodical it was like a machine he was there to kill Sarah Connor nothing else and he, anything else was just uh, uh, an obstacle that he just removed. It didn't matter what way he removed it. And I think just the Absolutely. clever cutting, it just made the carnage seem that more monumental. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, now we're going to, I'm going to play something real quick. It just shows how, how many people he killed in this movie because he was just going off. He was like a damn machine. Me and Coriander, we've done this uh, a little bit when we've done the whole uh, slash. Just real quick, just reading them out to you guys but let's uh let's throw this here So we got we we got nice. we got twenty seven kills, man. Like, yeah, I'm telling you, he was just mowing down people like it was just a Sunday afternoon. Is the point that I was trying to get to? It's just it's just freaking crazy, man. And to think that we saw this as little kids with our parents, you know, it's just it's crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like about I said, it now. I'm always so jealous of you two that you guys are able to do that with your parents. But, but you know, one other thing with that scene, and it, it, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm envisioning the scene where he's kind of just going down the hallway. He's moving the whole time. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't really shoot. Just I'm gonna stand here. Boom, 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 boom. No, he's like, doo, doo, doo. yeah, and he's scanning. He's looking. Yeah, oh, there's there's someone. Looking. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And we don't no know if he killed that aim. person or not. Exactly. No, yeah. it, that's exactly what I was gonna say because we don't actually know. Like Marty said, how many people he aced out, but he yeah. shot a bunch of mofo's and right. kept walking. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's too funny. Um, but let's 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 as we start to get to the last part of the movie here. Sarah and, and Reese obviously are on the run and that's when they start to have their moments together and you're still getting that connective tissue between them, which I thought was was fantastic. Um, Marty, you know, as this point in the story happens and the then into the final confrontation with the Terminator, how, what were you thinking of the story? I personally, even as a kid, these moments that they had together, for me, it didn't detract at all from my enjoyment of the film. What did you think? No, I'd like it. Again, it, it was really, it really made us give a shit more about these two characters because you could yes. see that they were starting to fall in love, 
and you're like, this is really fucking tender, and you don't want anything to happen to these two characters because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. granted, you, you've spent such a short amount of time together, but but you can just tell that there's chemistry and there's genuine love, and 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 it's it's just like, oh Christ, I really hope they they make it out of this, they they make it out of the situation, which sadly they don't. Oops, spoilers right. for a movie that's not thirty-seven right. years old. I, I don't know, right. but like, it's just it's 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 just. It's even more heartbreaking when, when later on, what happens in the movie. I think, I think these scenes make the loss of uh, Reese's character that more impactful later on in the movie, and I think they were essential for that. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, Drake, Drake was saying, uh, "True Night." It felt like he was just rampaging through them. Man, it really felt like a lot more. It, it truly did, man. Uh, I like the kill count section, man. That's cool. Keep doing that, man. Hey, thanks, man. We yeah. appreciate that. Uh, Neon Black says crazy kill count, but then again, I watched Red Dawn with my parents too. <laughs> Good one, nice. man. very nice. cool, very cool. Uh, so Coriander, um, the one thing I also want to jump back to, and I, I know we're kind of going all over the place, but the repair scene uh, for the Terminator that also was kind of a, a, a big moment too. And Killian, you referenced it a little bit in the in the in earlier, but for Coriander, for you, when you saw that scene. What did you think of that scene? Because that's when we really got to see what he was. Yeah, that was great. I mean, it does look in some spots like dated, but Mm -hmm. still, I think it's great. And and yeah, you see him pulling on these metal things that are supposed to be like tendons and his finger moves. And yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just so cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How about you, Kill? Because, you know, I think this is the only there's there's that one shot the only moment to me where it's like okay you know they tried to do the best they could it's 1983 but i'm still gonna roll with it over yeah. too much too much cgi what were you thinking of this yeah. scene in general pretty much the same uh mm-hmm. and i and i think we all know exactly the scene you're talking about uh yeah. but you know uh, there you go <laughs> but like it doesn't detract because mm-hmm. You know, they like you said, they did the best they could, which was pretty damn good for the time. Yeah. And just the imagination to even think up this, I, yes. I give them kudos for, yeah. you know. And Agreed. you know, and, and to see this, you know, it's like, oh man, he, is he gonna put the, the knife in his eye? Oh goodness, yeah, you know. Surely did, yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, I, I still love it to this day. Uh, absolutely yeah. yeah it's not bad and of course and i here's would a take no- cheesy well not that it looks cheesy but i would so take a dated version of anything over friggin cgi yeah <laughs> i hear you and here's a good image too showing how they did some of that too because arnold was actually behind the uh the the, the prosthetic the, the the dummy and uh you know with the with the sunglasses and stuff like that so you know again it just look, man. This is creativity. This is creativity, yeah. and and I give yeah. them all the credit in the world. And like I said, the only that one shot that was that was the only shot to me really that you know even rewatching it today, you know that's the only one shot that really got me. But anyways, um, Marty, as we get to the final confrontation, and I know as a big fan of, of stop motion and things like yeah. that what what did you think of i mean even before that though but you know he's in he's in the 18 wheeler he's coming after them and so forth what were you thinking as the finale was happening yeah you're like okay this the, the, these two are fucked unless 
unless they leave the country or unless this, this guy ends up driving into a river, they're completely right. fucked. But, but, but when that truck goes up, goes up and they're like, oh, thank God. And then the metal grim fucking reaper comes up, courtesy mm-hmm. of Phil Tippett's fantastic stop motion. That's like, that's, that's a scene that's, that, that's a scene that like, if, if, if you're going to put a scene from the, on the back of the box, uh, the VHS box, that's it because i know people say stop motion is janky but but that thing is just it's so well lit and well shot and you're like yes this is a thing this is literally i think from cameron's nightmare yes you got dude poisoning or something and envisaged a a a kind of a a metal skeleton coming out of a a nuclear fire yes one of those images that just sticks with you and and again phil tippett's work is fantastic in that scene, yep. it may have days, but it still looks awesome. Absolutely, yeah. This this is that that scene right there, and it's just amazing that again, just creativity, guys. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Not always copying everything that you you see. You can be inspired, but go in new directions. And this is what they were doing, you know. Just like when we've talked so admirably about things like Giger and the Xenomorph. I mean, here we are with another iconic. Um, creation you know this 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 exoskeleton and it's just it's just fantastic stuff it really really is coriander as we get to the end and obviously we know that uh reese is going to sacrifice himself were you thinking that and, and i know it's tough because we've seen this movie so many times but were you thinking that sarah connor was in the shit you know uh i was hoping no you know right <laughs> Right. Because she's strong and she's smart mm-hmm. and yeah, she was able to defeat him. So it was yeah, she was so smart to, you know, climb through that crushing machine because mm-hmm. he was following her. And yeah, he wouldn't yeah. stop. No. He would not stop, man. That's the thing that was yeah. crazy. It, it was yes, really, really apart. crazy. Yes, pulled apart in two pieces. Well more than that. He like exploded. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, it, it's crazy shit. It's, yeah, yeah it's scary because, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, real quick, let me just get to the chat and then I'll get to you, Kill, because we're going to be ending up here. Gore was saying by the last act, they felt like a couple that had been together for years. Absolutely. And, and that's yeah. just the strength strength of the script and the actors. They're just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been more been through more than a typical couple that have been together for a long time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Casey was saying, uh, true on the practical over CG, just look at the future scenes of this against Salvation. Dude, I. <laughs> now, let me just say something. Casey, you're my boy, man. Coriander, earlier, I w- didn't I say something? I was talking about the future scene, and I yep. said, I want to say something, but we're going to talk about Salvation. But. Let's just throw it out there right now. And especially because me and Kill have talked about Salvation many times. We will talk about Salvation coming up. Do you agree with that, Kill? Just as a quick little moment. Yes, right? Doesn't it? The future scenes in this 1984 movie, the little bit that we get, what, maybe five minutes worth, right? Mm -hmm. It does look better than Salvation. It's true. It's true. But we will get to Salvation soon. That's crazy. Casey, you're all right, man. Um, but 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 as we get to the end of this, and she obviously is able to defeat the Terminator, it, I thought it was just a fantastic ending. It, it, it was great. Yeah. 
it was just just like a horror movie, just like a slasher. You know, this had yeah. all those elements in in this movie. And and like yeah, you said, Kill, when we had our uh, top ten final girl video, and you had Sarah Connor on that list, and I thought to myself, "You're you're right. You're absolutely yeah. right." Damn, she was a great. Final, she was a great <laughs> final girl. Absolutely. Yes, she is. Um, Marty, any any final thoughts? I, obviously, we see her in the jeep. She knows a quote unquote a storm is coming, and uh, she just rides off into the sunset into a, a you know a future that we don't know what's going to happen. Did you like the ending? What you think of it? No, I I did I did I'm I'm like I I assumed that Cameron had plans on making a sequel because it, it definitely hangs on the cliffhanger. You have the mother of the future and this on, in, oncoming apocalypse. I'm yeah. like, Jesus Christ, tell me more. Don't don't, don't leave it there. I love the ending, but it, it did, for me, it left me wanting more. It left me wanting, yeah. like, if they tried this shit once, they're going to try for her again or they're going to try for her son or whatever. So, like, it, it, it left me yearning for more and, and Obviously, we, we got more in T2. Uh, I, I, I just, I think that was a great hook for, for the movie, the subsequent movie, I think. Absolutely. How about you, Coriander? What, what did you think of the ending? Did you enjoy the ending? I did. You know, I even liked how she was making tapes for her son to listen to, you know. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, I thought it ended well. And like Marty said, it, it definitely, you wanted more. Yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was great. And I thought it was cool how the picture was taken of her when she was talking <laughs> on the tape and yeah. she was she was talking about Reese at that very moment yep. that the picture was taken and it was yeah. so interesting how Kyle oh, I'm was so saying glad you're mentioning this. Yes. Yeah. Kyle was saying I've always wondered what you were thinking in this picture. Yes. So you know, and I'm not trying to get all whatever, no, but you're gonna make us all cry. Well, no. <laughs> all right, well, hold on, let me finish though. But I, I'm not trying to get all whatever. But it, I thought it was just, just these little things in movies like this that yeah. really just, just, just uplifts it above yeah. the norm. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So it was a nice little through line from what Reese was saying when he talked about how he had looked at this picture for so long, he fell in love with this picture, traveled across time to meet her and come to find out that she was thinking of him in that moment. Again, yeah. it was, it was, you it just was, gave me chills, dude. Come on. Right. Enough. But I'm just saying, well, no, but I'm just saying that's some <laughs> of the beauty, just some and not even we could talk about a whole bunch of other things we could keep going on but we got to get ready to end this but just some of the beauty of this movie and this script they didn't make a big deal out of it it wasn't ham-fisted it was very simple yet powerful and i just think it's a fantastic movie from beginning to end everything about this movie works and as as a fan of it growing up with it with my brother and my family i'm just so glad that i was there for that beginning of it and then of course we'll talk about the other movies and how there were a lot of great moments to come and it was just a fantastic ride and you don't see enough of that today especially in sci-fi i i talked about the the dune trailer today which looks amazing and and denny Villeneuve is amazing he's a visionary imaginative director we need more of that 
Yes. We need mm-hmm. we need more of those type of guys, more James Camerons, so that we can talk about other movies on this level. And we don't get a chance to do it that much. So I just wanted to say that piece. Kill any, any final thoughts for you as we head on out? It's just a no, great no. movie, man. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's a great movie, and and all those little things that you just described is exactly why it stands out. It mm-hmm. stood out back then, and it still stands out to today. I would put this against almost any new science fiction action movie, you know, that that's coming out to these days, and it won't have the heart that this movie has. So, oh, right, yeah. right. The, yeah. the the script is lean and mean, and it's great. Um, it's you guys tight. in the, yeah, it is. Uh, you guys in the chat, you guys have had had some fun, and that's that's awesome. Strange Monkey was saying when he was a kid, the animatronic Arnold in the mirror without the glasses reminded me of Christopher Walken. <laughs> that's funny. Oh my god! I'll be back. Wow. Gore was saying her character development is genius, written and acted is so smooth. She's a fighter and a leader by the end. Very good point. Yeah. And, and, and I don't want to jump ahead to, to next week's conversation. But again, Cameron was able to, to keep a, a character arc going. And it was interesting. It was very interesting. She didn't play the same character again. And, and it would have been easy to, to, yeah. to kind of do the same. I mean, we'll, we'll get to it. But fantastic stuff, man. Anyways, uh, for you guys in the chat, let us know what you think of this wonderful movie. Please, please, please give us a like, comment in the comment section. That would really help us out. Um, And we will catch you guys next time. Next week, we'll be talking about T2, Judgment Day. And that'll be another fun one. So if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. Peace out. Peace. Up, Chitch.